up, everyone? Welcome to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. My name is Tess Yanos, and today is day H of 31 Days of Horror. The rumors are true. OCD is going to review one horror comic or comic book movie every single day in October, and today is October 8th. There is so much spooky content coming your way, you guys. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you're following along on Instagram at OCD Podcast, Facebook at Facebook.com slash OCD Podcast, and Twitter at Ongoing Comic Pod. Today also marks six days until OCD's first ever giveaway. That's right, everyone. We've got some really cool prizes coming at you just for listening. On Wednesday, October 14th, we will be giving away a Walking Dead character bobblehead and a Walking Dead Volume 1 comic and some OCD stickers. And to enter the giveaway, it's really easy. Just head over to your social media of preference, follow Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast, and share your favorite OCD horror post thus far. Tag OCD in your post along with the hashtag 31 Days of Horror Comics. Simple as that. The winner will be drawn from a magic hat on Wednesday, October 14th, when I review The Walking Dead with Max and Chris from the Ready to Retro podcast. So be sure to enter. That's one entry per person, and it's going to be fun. All right. Now to the awesome comic book conversation at hand. I am so excited. I'd like to introduce today's co-host. He is the expert on anything and everything Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In fact, when it comes to TMNT, he is a goddamn genius. He even runs a most excellent TMNT shop that you have got to check out. It is so cool. Uh, All right, can we get a big old cowabunga dudes for Joey from Ninja Turtles? What's up, Joey? What's going on? How are you? Good. I'm glad to have you, man. I'm super stoked. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk some some toitles today. Some toitles. You you talk Ninja Turtles every single day, probably. You probably say that every day. It's true. And the cool thing is, I never get sick of it, so it works out for me. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> and when I came to you, so I not I haven't met you. I've known you for a total of probably 30 minutes. Yeah. But. <laughs> but I heard you on the Ready to Retro podcast, and I was like, dude, this dude sounds so dope. So. Awesome. I appreciate that. I, I love working with those guys. They're amazing. I want to be like on every episode that they do. Aren't they awesome? I love yeah. them. It's just different them. different personalities with all three of them. And it's just cool hearing their perspectives on stuff. And it's just, I feel like I've, I've only done a couple with them and I feel like I've known them forever. Oh, I know. They got that good like homie vibe. Like you feel yep. like you've known them forever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So when I came to you for this, I was like, dude, I want you on this, this whole October fest we got going on here. This is 31 Days of Horror. Um, but I was like, let's find a Halloween Ninja Turtle comic. There's got to be one out there. And you didn't find one either. I didn't dude, find I, one. Dude, when you said it, I was like, there's got to be one. I'm like, how come I never right? thought of this? Like, there has to be one. And, like, I jumped into doing some research, and I was like, dude, I can't find anything, to be completely honest. Like, there's some weird... Like episode, like cartoon episodes that are kind of like Halloweenish, but like I couldn't yeah. find any comics. It's, which is weird. There should be one. Like somebody, please make just at like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like just Halloween trick or treat. I don't know. I don't care. Well, we will read it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so we 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 found Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, crossover comic, and I think it's really funny because in here there's a part, and we'll jump into it in a second. Um, where he says, like, what are you wearing, a Halloween costume? And I'm like, boom! <laughs> it's perfect. It'll, it'll work, no problem. Yeah, we'll do it. And, I mean, like, I feel like Batman and Ninja Turtles are, like, the most costumed costume, right? Like, you always see them every Halloween. Yeah, I mean, for years. And that's the thing I think about, like, growing up. Like, 
I was obsessed with the Turtles as a kid, and then I was obsessed with the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman as a kid. Like, reenacting the scenes, like, with my little sister. I'm, like, six years old, and she's, like, four, and, like, I'm making my dad (laughs) film with the camcorder. Like, we're reenacting Batman scenes, you know? So it's, like, it was always, like, a match made in heaven when these comics came out. Like, I don't know. I think this series came out, like, four or five years ago now. Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah. Uh, do you still have those videos? That sounds amazing. Well, dude, it's so funny you say that because I have a whole box in my garage of old 8mm home videos. And <laughs> nice. I everywhere I look online to find the v, the, the, the camcorders, they're super expensive. And I'm always worried that they're not going to work because they're on uh, eBay. But I found course, a place yeah. online in Chicago because I found... I know I have old footage of me with Ninja Turtle toys. I'm like, I totally want to post this on Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, if I could find that Batman one. I know I remember doing it. I couldn't tell you what year or when it happened, but I'm trying to figure out how I can I can at least digitize some of those tapes that my dad has from back in the day. Yeah, dude, that's treasure. Like, you got to keep that forever when you yes, find it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So can you please tell us about Ninja Turtles, please? It's awesome, uh, by the no, way. No, that, that means a lot to me. I really appreciate that. Um, so... Um, it's a, it was, it's, it started, I started it back in 2015 as just, I saw so much Ninja Turtle, uh, art online and it just blew me away how much was out there. And I said, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to start this as like a fan page. And of course, making sure to give everybody credit and, and do credit for their work. I'm like, this could be a cool way to help spread the word even more and, and get more vision to a lot of these artists. Right. And it started to pick up a lot. Um, and then what was cool is I started having a lot of companies reach out to me and say, hey, we're making these pins, we're making t-shirts, we're making toys, like, can we hook yeah. you up and, and you post it? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. But I started to realize, like, I was like, man, I have a lot of ideas on, on some gear that I would love to make. The problem yeah. is I can't make it come out uh, with, a, like, with an Apple pencil, like on an iPad and Procreate. But I'm like, there's so many amazing artists that are out there. Right. So one of the first artists I partner with uh, is my buddy, his name is Meep, uh, the original Meep. He's insane. And we, we collaborated on a, he's originally from Wisconsin. So just North of me in Chicago, nice. but, he, but he lives in new Orleans. Now we've never met in person, but we've been collaborating on different designs ever since. And I wow. continued to work with other artists, which has been great. So that's why we started to then, um, I did ninja toitles.com and now specialize more like in Ninja turtle themed, uh, enamel pins. Uh, do you, which is, you don't make those though, right? Or do you do? I don't, I do not physically make them. I have different okay, gotcha. contacts that I go through, but I partner with a lot of different artists. So we're kind of, you know, going to the drawing board together and it's cool because I love working with artists who have the passion for it. So it's not just somebody yeah. who's great at art. It's somebody who's great at art, but is also obsessed with the turtles and who's open to feedback. Right. So who's not like, you know, a lot of these guys I work with, like they've gone to like designs, they've gone to school for design work and stuff, but they're so open to feedback where I'm like, can we change this? Or how about that? And it's a great relationship with these guys. And that's how I've decided who I continue to work with because of that collaboration process, which has been fun. So, and throughout the process, it's been nuts. Like I've, I've been lucky enough. I think Kevin Eastman still follows me. I've had Ernie Reyes who played Kino in part two uh judith judith hogue who's played uh april in the first one so that always means a lot when you like you have the people who influenced you as a kid who are following you uh with your ninja turtle theme you know page is it's kind of unreal um and then what was funny there was a time where for some reason chris brown would like my stuff and there were there were pages (laughs) that people would make that would say oh they're gonna post the photos that chris brown has liked and at one oh point, gosh. I jumped up like 4,000 followers like in a weekend because Chris yeah. Brown was like liking my stuff like left and right. It was so funny. That's amazing. 
Like it's, it makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah. You're um, like, wow. Okay. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So since then, again, I've just been, uh, selling some like vintage retro gear that I found. Like I found an awesome fanny pack that was like mint condition today. Um, and I threw it up on, on the Instagram. Again, we specialize in the pins. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing I love is just, again, is just spreading the word on, on the turtles, just trying to, you know, there's, I can find brand new art almost every single day and people are making some of the most, yeah. accre- you know, cr- original, like creative stuff I've ever seen for the turtles. So what do you, what do you think makes the turtles so like shareable and people who want to make art? Like, I, I know it's like amazing art. I look at all of you, the stuff that you post. I'm like, wow, I just want to reshare all of that in my stories. I'm like, look at this, look at this. But like, what is it about them that you continue to just like have this passion for? Yeah, I think it was, you know, growing up as a kid, like, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm 36 years old, I'll be 37 at the end of the year. So I was born in 1983. Um, by the time the, the cartoon series, that's what hooked me originally was 87. But I don't even know if I was watching it that young. I'm like, what, three, four years yeah. old. So I was yeah. probably watching more towards like the later 80s, like 89, probably 88. Um, but I think as a kid, what I love so much, and I think what every kid loved, and what was so genius, is yes, you had the comics, right, that were like, they all had the same color bandana. You couldn't yeah. really tell them apart. And if you had, if you've seen the toys that made us, um, yes, episode yes. with Ninja Turtles, right? They're like, we'd love to make this a cartoon, but like, how are kids going to identify, right, as a certain turtle? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And I think that was the genius thing. It was like, let's make them four different colors. Let's give them yeah. four different weapons. Let's give them four different personalities. And by the way, they know karate or jiu-jitsu or whatever, and they like pizza. Like, you got every yeah. kid in America sold <laughs> like, yeah. at that point in time, right? So I think, yeah. like, it still carries on. Like, my nephews are obsessed with the Turtles right now. They're, I tried to show them the 19th. This is so funny. Three days ago, I was watching them, and uh, they're watching the 2012 Nickelodeon version, which is amazing. Yes. It's still very good. But right. I throw on the 1987 one thinking I'm going to blow their mind, and they're like, what right. is this? Like really? it's so much slower anim- it's so much slower animation, right? And they're like oh. five and seven. And I could tell I lost them within like five minutes. They're like, this isn't that cool. You know? <laughs> like maybe when they're older they'll appreciate it. But I think that's the thing is that every kid growing up, whether it's in the eighties, it's now, is that somebody can relate to at least one of the turtles. Yeah. And you're not all fighting to be the main guy. Right. When you're when you were right. little, you weren't that's just like Oh, we all want to be just who's the who's the main character of this cartoon. Everybody wants to be that person, but everybody brought out their own personality because like, well, I have one of four turtles to choose from. Right. It's like the Harry Potter houses. Like they are just, they're so diverse and I'm slowly learning about it. Like I haven't, I'm a new TMNT fan through comics and like through like, through like the nineties movies. I'm, I'm a, I'm a new nerd. I should say. So like everything's so exciting and I feel like a kid still and just before we got on air here I was watching um the Netflix show The New Mutation the live action series have you oh, seen Oh man that? I I years ago I'm almost afraid to try cuz I feel like I'm going to get uncomfortable just watching it Oh no but it's brilliant it's so good <laughs> Okay Especially no but when I say it's good I mean like you know like 80s or 90s good you know right. where you're like it- you it know. doesn't hold up now, but like you'd appreciate if you were like if we were our age back then watching it kind of thing. Exactly, exactly, and it's so funny because they bring in like a girl turtle and like the, the girl yeah, turtle. Yeah, Venus. Yep. Yes, she has like boobs, and yep. it's funny. I'm like, what? How does a turtle have boobs? I don't understand, but okay. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, well, how can we make sure that the audience, all the kids, know that this is a girl, <laughs> not a dude, like. Yeah. Like that was the only way like young boys knew like, oh, that's a chick. 
And they're like, girl turtle, dreams do come true. I'm like, right. shut up. See, 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 I'm even uncomfortable just by you saying it. I'm not even watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's absolutely uncomfortable and cringeworthy, but also amazing and brilliant at the same you know, as brilliant as it can be at the same right. time. Right. Right. Uh, I have one Ninja Turtle story that I have to share, and I think it's so yeah, dope. please. So, um, I love Rob Paulson. Oh no. man, I got a story for you then after that. But keep going, please. Yes. Oh hell yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I went to a talk where it was the all the turtles um, from the original animated series. Oh, awesome! It was so cool. It was at Flappers Comedy Club here in Burbank in in la and uh and it was the whole panel it was everyone it was rob paulson because i'm i've never seen him in real life um a lot of my friends have but when i saw him i was like starstruck and i got to sit right in front and i got to like like i could see the spit coming out of his mouth that's how like talking into the mic that's how (laughs) close i was that's when you know you're close right yep yep and so i was like oh my god and i hadn't really watched the show i kind of did before this but anyway um they read the script from the very first show episode. Oh, that's so dope. Uh, yeah. But even better, whoever played Splinter, I think he passed away or he just wasn't present. I okay. don't know who that voice actor was. But Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy's Goofy, Goofy Goofy from Disney, he did the voice of Splinter in the voice of Goofy. That dude, I would love to hear that. Like just hearing, <laughs> just hearing you say that he did that, I was like, dude, I want to hear his lines as Goofy. Yeah. And we like the whole audience just like roared in laughter because it was so fucking funny. It was like it's Goofy playing Sp- <laughs> like he's saying his lines as Splinter. Like it was yeah. brilliant. I was like, I, I, I like how I'm here. How am I here? How did I get here? So. That's my TMNT story. What's your TMNT story? Well, it's funny when you say Rob Paulson. So uh, in Chicago, we have C2E2, which is like our Comic-Con um, yeah. that I've just started attending. I, I went this past February, knock on wood, which was, it was literally like the last big event before COVID hit. So oh, damn. it was like weeks before, you know, every, everyone went into quarantine. So it was like the last big uh, comic thing here. And I think this is the fourth year I've gone, third or fourth year. So not this year, but last year, um, uh-huh. If you see my page, I'm a big Jaeger drinker. That is like my drink of choice. Nice. So me and my good buddy Click to Enlarge, uh, one of my closest friends who lives locally here, uh, we go to C2E2. We kind of pregame it a little bit because beers are like 15 a piece, and I'm not really the biggest beer drinker. Anyways, mm-hmm. so we're just we're going over C2. We're going to Artist Alley. We're checking all this cool stuff out, yeah. and then I see Rob Paulson's doing autographs. But I was like, I don't even want an autograph. I just want to shake this guy's hand. Yeah, and I don't know if you've seen the pins. We just re—I re-released them tonight. They're called My Toe. They're from yes, uh, yes. Oh, so funny. Yes, awesome. So that's from the Turtles in Time uh, Super Nintendo video game. So Uh I had a bunch of. I brought some extra pins with me, and I'm pretty intoxicated at this point. And my buddy clicks to enlarge. (laughs) He's meeting the guy who does the voice for Nathan Drake for Uncharted. I can't. I can't remember what his name is. So we're in like three different. We're like in in different lines, but we're really like three lines over from each other. And as yeah. I'm talking to people in this line for Rob Paulson, I don't even realize Rob Paulson's coming from the back of the line and just introducing himself to people. Oh my and God. like, he gets up to me and of course it's, it's part of it's the booze talking, but I'm just like <laughs> thanking him for like everything he's done for the turtles. And I was uh, like, I'll have to send you the photo. I'm thanking him for everything. And like, yeah. 
I was like, you know, I used to live in Chicago. I live in the burbs now, but I lived in the city as a kid. And there was a blockbuster that I like would always go to to just rent the turtles on VHS back in the day. Oh, my God. Amazing. And I was, I was just thanking him. But then I was he's like, well, he's like, I hope I can get you an autograph. And I was like, don't even worry about it. I'm like, can I just get, can I give you something? And I gave him a Raphael, my toe pin. Um, and he see, I mean, he just seems so like genuine and, and appreciative of it. Cause I'm sure everyone's just like, give me an autograph, give me a photo. And then they bounce yeah. kind of thing. And I was like, dude, right. let me give you something. Yeah. And I'm sure no, I, I felt like not many people probably do that. So I gave him a pin and then he <laughs> offered to take a photo with it too, which was amazing. Like I, you know, I was like, yeah, I would love to, I'll, I'll have yeah. to send it to you once we're done talking, but please, yeah. he was such, like you said, he's just such a genuine guy. He was so appreciative and super down to earth and like, it just made my whole weekend for C2E2, just being able to see him and give him something at that point. That's amazing. That's an amazing story, dude. That's, that's a like once in a lifetime thing. You just cross paths at the right time. Like that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, it was insane. I could go on and on about Rob Pawson. I just love that guy. Yeah. Good dude. Like, yeah. Um, well, unfortunately we're not here to talk about Rob Paulson, <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a question for you. You being in Chicago, yeah. Ninja Turtles, what does Halloween mean to you? Like, were you a Ninja Turtle every year? Was, you know, dude, I, 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 there was at least a few years in a row and my, the best thing about it is my mom would make these costumes. My mom was very <gasps> like anti buying stuff. She would, she would like she would make the costumes for me. So I have, again, I'll, I'll make sure to send you this photo. It's like yes. from 1990 or 91, um, where I was Donatello for Halloween. Amazing. So like she made, <laughs> she made the chest piece out of like cardboard and then oh. straight, put string on my shoulders. And then I had cardboard yes. on my back as the shell. Yes. Um, yes. And then what was awesome, um, my wife, uh, so when we were dating, she came up with an idea for a Halloween party that me and my buddy Click to Enlarge hosted at her house when my wife and I were just mm-hmm. dating. And the theme was you had to remake a costume for when you were a kid. Okay. So so when you came to the party, you had to the rules were you had to bring a photo of you as that costume. So I had a bulletin board in the kitchen. Yeah. So I'm I'm pinning up all these photos. <laughs> like my cousin's husband was like a firefighter when he was a little boy, so he remade the firefighter costume. That's or awesome. like my wife was a uh, a cheerleader, but her mm-hmm. brother was Batman back then, and she insisted on wearing a pink mask because he was wearing a black mask. So she's oh, a cheerleader. Nice. So she's a cheerleader with this <laughs> pink mask. It makes no sense, but we recreated it. So she That's helped amazing. me. Re- she helped me recreate my 1990 Ninja Turtles costume where I'm like wearing a green sweater, green sweatpants. We redid the cardboard again. And then we just posted the photos up. So we would remake the costumes when we were kids. That's awesome. I think that we need a cheerleading masked hero now in comics. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's an awesome story. Uh, That's yay. Cool. I'm like, I love listening to your stories. That's, that's great. So, um, yeah. Um, last question, and I apologize Please. for the interrogation round. You're just so interesting. Who's your turtle, man? Who are you? Dude, it's Michelangelo all day. Okay. It has been okay. since I was a kid. It's yes. funny. It's interesting because, like, I'll, I'll see stuff when I post, and, and people will always say, this was who my favorite was as a kid, and then later yeah. on in life I started to like this turtle more. But, yeah. it, but it's been Michelangelo since the beginning. I, I As a kid, I, I just appreciated his positivity on everything, dude. He was just a down to earth dude he was super goofy loved to make jokes um and like i said it it reflected a lot especially like in the 1990 movie i love that about him 
Um, and it just carried over. It's always carried over in the comics. It's carried over in the, the cartoons. Um, so yeah, so since day one, like 1987 or 88, 89, whenever I got my first figures and started watching it, I was hooked on Mikey. Dude, Mikey's dope. I I relate to him as well because it's just like he's just hanging out, wanting to eat pizza, just like, hey man, life is good, whatever. You know, right. he's so he chill. was down to, down to kick ass, but like was very chill at the same time. Yeah, yeah, no, he's dope. That's a good one. I think I think I would choose Mikey as well. Nice, um, nice. Yes, yes. So okay, so we're gonna jump into this comic here, and I have to say, this was a hell of a fun comic. Like it was a cool ride. Yeah, Did you love it. Yeah, it was, it was, I love the, and obviously we'll talk more about it, but like, I just love yeah. the, the juxtaposition, I guess, between different scenes where I felt like it was almost like a movie. And I don't know if you've seen, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know if you've seen the Batman TMNT crossover uh, animated movie yet. No, I didn't know there there was one. Oh my God. It's super dope. And I was watching a little bit of it uh, before we, we jumped on tonight just to see it's, yeah. it. They took a lot from the comic because the comic came out first, but the animated movie came out, I think a year or two ago. So they took okay. a lot of bits and pieces, but it's still different than the comic. But I just love the way they kind of jump around in there. And obviously we'll talk more about it. But I, yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed this. I, I remember going nuts when this came out like five years ago. And I went to a local comic shop. And I, every, I just every month I was just picking up the next one, picking up the next one. I was picking up different variants because of the artwork. Um, yeah, the artwork is insane, by the way. Yeah, the covers are nuts, dude. Pure nuts. Is even the variant cover, yeah, in the in the way back, yeah, I was like flipping through them. That was my favorite part. I I read it on my um like iPad, so it lights up from the back, and it was just like I had to restrain myself from not sending you pictures of just like it was just lit up. It was so cool. Like if you're gonna read a comic on an iPad, like this was the one. I know you read you read it right. physically, but if you ever get your hands on an iPad and in Comicsology, that's it's even better. It just adds more to it. Right, and that's what's funny. So when you we're like, hey, dude, let's talk about this. I was like, shit, I don't even know where they are. Like, I know I have them, but I'm like, where yeah. are they? So I actually <laughs> jumped. I jumped on Amazon and picked up the, mm -hmm. uh, picked up like the soft cover. Oh, um, yeah. That's got okay. them all in one. But don't, but what you'll dig is the last like 30 pages is just the, is just the covers. Dude. So I was like, covers. that was that was worth it just there to just kind of scroll through and they show us all the different. It's like literally 20 or 30 pages, just different variants. And that's why that's probably why you're so into turtles because everybody can make this awesome artwork. Like it, yeah. there's so many possibilities for oh, just art for this. It's right, awesome. and completely different styles of art, completely different styles, but still like they all look amazing no matter who does it. Yeah, yeah, you're like yeah, I could see it like that and like that right. and like that, right? Uh, so I'm just gonna jump into some facts here, uh, a little yeah, summary. Yeah, so this is 2016. It's by James uh, Tynion the Fourth, illustrated by Freddie Williams the Second. There are six issues in this comic, and there is a part two and a part three, which I actually am very interested in. Same. Um, that's, that's, that's right. Okay, here's a summary. It's kind of long. I apologize, but it's good. All right. The Dark Knight and the Heroes in a Half Shell collide in the comics crossover event of the year, New York City. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles face the battle of a lifetime, fighting both the fearsome Foot Clan and their leader, the Shredder, and the alien forces of General Krong. Krag? Krang. You know how to say that? Krang. Krang. You got it. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Which is actually which is which is exactly Krang's plan. Now a single dimensional warp can rid him of both of the great of his greatest rivals at once, Gotham City. From the Penguin to Killer Croc to Rachel Ghoul and beyond, the caped crime fighter called Batman already has his hands full protecting the city. 
Suddenly, a new enemy emerges, the Shredder and his ninja followers, transported to Gotham and unleash upon an unsuspecting world. Now they're on the hunt for the technology that will help them return home and conquer Gotham City in the process with the help of Batman's deadliest rogues, which was so freaking dope, by the way. But heroes come in all shapes, and the Dark Knight does not fight alone. As the Cape Crusader joins forces with Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, Michelangelo, Raphael, and Master Splinter, can the Bat, the Rat, and the Turtles take down the most vicious villains from two dimensions? DC Comics and IDW Publishing proudly present Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles written by, like I said before, James Tynion, Tynion, apologize, the fourth, <laughs> who is from Detective Comics, and illustrated by Freddie Williams II, who also did a comic called Robin. Whoa, dude, we got a lot to unload here. Yeah, dude. There's so much going on, and I love how DC can throw in some characters. They just have this art of throwing in characters um, and making them part of the story, like, rather than, like, oh, look, there's Killer Croc in the corner. It's like, no, he's actually trying to find, you know, trying to conquer and get through, like, the underground, and then he runs into the turtles, which I was yep. like, that's amazing. Yep. <laughs> Um, so I'm curious, how do you like your Batman? Do you like him muscular and ferocious or do you like him skinny and agile? I want him to be a badass. I just want him to like take up the whole cover when you see it, which is funny because <laughs> yeah. you think, like, again, I grew up on the Michael Keaton Batman, which is like, yeah, you know, and then I'm flipping out also, by the way, hearing that Michael Keaton is going to be re-rising with that role. Um, like, yeah. which I, is like that, that I, makes me so happy just to hear that. Even if it's like he was to play like a cameo in something, like I'm like sold on it. But I think, what, yeah. But I think like you're saying though, with the comics, dude. Like, I remember, uh, I don't know what comic it was as a kid. I know just know it was a Batman one, and it might have been Bane. I just remember like being a kid and just seeing this where like Batman just was completely like covered in blood. I could again, I couldn't tell you what what issue or anything. But he was yeah. just jacked. He was just huge. He just looked like a monster. Like he was just ready to take stuff down. And yeah. I've always liked that more than like I've never been a fan of the whole detective part. To be completely honest, like I'm just like, eh. okay. like cool. I get it. That's what he does. But like I just love the whole just like viciousness of it. Like the way he looks, depending on the artist, I guess. What about yeah. you? Um, okay, so I recently had a post on OCD asking everybody if um, what they thought, and I. Okay, so from a logical standpoint, I feel like if he's swinging from building to building, he should be small and right. kind of agile. Right? Yeah, he can't be huge. He can't be Hulk Hogan doing that. Right. Like, like if you saw, it's like, he's like Spider-Man. He has some Spider-Man abilities where he, he swings and he does things. But, like, you're totally right. When it comes down to it, when he needs to fight all these people and he, like, approaches people, he needs to be just so freaking scary when you see him you need to be you need to scream when you see him you need to be freaking frightened for your life especially if you're a bad guy you know obviously not a good guy right and that's the thing too like I'll, I'll turn a page and i'm like in any comic and if i'm just like dude this i just i'll just stop and appreciate the way the page layout is and think like dude this could be a cover right now like i'm all yes. about covers like as a kid like that's how i would pick out comics i wouldn't even like be like well this looks kind of cool let me scroll through it and just you know peek at it <laughs> I would be like, if the cover doesn't sell me on it, I wouldn't even give that comic a chance as a kid. So you judge the book by its cover. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, I don't have time <laughs> to go through these comics and read them. I'm like, if the cover looks dope, I'll give it a chance. I feel like comics, you can do that, though. Like, I think that's totally valid. Yeah. Like, 
you gotta love the art like sometimes i'll see like an awesome cover and then it'll be black and white on the inside and i'm not a huge fan of black and white like it's got to be a hell of a good story for me but i love like color everywhere um but yeah i yeah i don't like to be tricked like if it's black and white throughout let it be black and white on the front but yep, yep. um yeah for sure yeah so he so we see him and the first time we see him you're like boom batman just like holy shit dude taking up the whole freaking page yep just what's up and then we cut to killer croc who is also gigantic and my favorite is that he says he goes into the tmnt layer and he's like looks like a teenager's bedroom <laughs> that's my favorite part yeah it makes you right. think how, how did they how long have they been under there since they got to yeah. Gotham and like how long have they had to like set everything up? It's like they went to like Ikea and like set up shop in a sewer or something. Yeah, exactly. And I actually did a, I read a crossover comic and reviewed it here on OCD with Corey, um, <clears throat> who was a co-host before. And uh, it, it was, it was the same, like um, they got there the same way, like through that teleportation thing. Um, and it's always TMNT. It's like, somebody's like, how do we get them to cross over? They're not in the same New York. I know. Let's give let's give them um, like a super sci-fi teleportation thing, and then they right. got to figure out how to. They always have to figure out how to get back. That's the thing. Yeah, completely different world because they can't be in the same universe, basically. And how yeah. do they get there? Yep. Yeah, exactly. And the other one was Ghostbusters, so it was also New York, so it just kind of worked out. But I think it's a cool. Like, what do you think of the aspect of like it's a totally same city but different? They even said in here they're like there's different celebrities and everything. It's weird, right? Right. They're like it's almost the same, but there's little things that kind of changed up at that point. But yeah, I think it's interesting to read that because like you'll have some people that will like just take everything word for word and literally who like yeah. We'll be like, well, this doesn't make sense because they just, I feel like some people will analyze it way too much where I'm just like, dude, just oh, have, yeah. just have fun with it. This part is just to tell you that like, Hey, yes, New York does not exist in Gotham. Gotham does not exist in the New York world and then just live with it, you know? But some people like, well, they better explain this because I'm not going to understand it. So um, if it's not scientifically correct, I'm out of here. So. Exactly. And unfortunately <laughs> there's a lot of people like that. Right. So it's just like, you got to relax and just enjoy the ride. Yeah, exactly. And this is totally that comic. Like, if you just want a fun comic, pick up this one. I was I was smiling the whole time. It was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so basically what's happening here in the beginning is that the turtles are like, oh, shit, we're kind of in this other dimension. We got to figure out how to get back. And Killer Croc is being Killer Croc, going underground. But uh, And then Batman hears from the scientists who were the, the generator was stolen that will get the TMNT turtles back. Um, it, that that it's gone down and somebody's uh, taken it. So when Batman and the turtles meet, they think that they're enemies. You know, they think that the other person's the bad guy. But I mean, they both know the same like karate moves and ninja moves. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, Batman's like analyzing it, and he's like, "This doesn't seem right," but like I've seen this before, kind of thing. And it's just like it's messing with his head. Yeah, and but like, what did you think when you saw like Batman and TMNT like fighting? They it was so dope, right? Yeah, I mean, again, it's something you've, again, growing up, being obsessed with Turtles, being obsessed with Batman, and even, like, you just touched on, like, Ghostbusters. I mean, again, obsessed with that as a kid, still obsessed with it now. Um, yeah. It's just something you, like, always dream about, that you always want to see. And, like, you mentioned, like, smiling. Like, I wish I had, like, a camera filming me while I'm reading this, because it's, like, <laughs> as you're seeing them both, like, on the same page together, you know, you see the cover of it, and you're like, well, that's just the cover. But, like, when you're like, holy shit, here's an actual scene where they're together, and they're fighting, and it's, like, what are they both going through? It's just, it blows your mind because you're, you're kind of living as a, 
as a man child, I guess for me at that point, yeah. just like I'm in my 36 year old mind, but I feel like I'm six years old at that time, you know? Yeah, but that's what these like comics are for. I feel like they yep. that brings that out of us. And as you grow up as an adult, you're just kind of like you're taught to suppress that. But that's, I mean, you're, I mean, your case in point, man. You're making, you're living off of what you loved as a kid. So every day you get to live as as a kid. You know what I mean? In the best way. Yeah, I'm obsessed with nostalgia, so it's like anything I can do to to bring that back is I always get a kick out of it. Hell yeah. Uh, and then this is the part where um, TMNT, when they're fighting Batman, they're like, what, you throw on some dumb Halloween costume and you think you can shock us? And I was like, <laughs> yes, it's officially a Halloween That's comic. what we needed, exactly. That's just all you needed. Yeah, that's it, that's it. Uh, and then we got Master Splinter in here, and then Splinter and Batman fight, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> you're probably freaking out even more. Yeah, I was like, well, there's no way. I, I was like, I guess the Turtles could maybe get beat by Batman, maybe. But I'm like, there's no way Batman can handle Splinter. I'm like, there's no way. And that's right? the thing, too, yeah. with, like, Shredder. Like, there's a point where, like, Shredder's talking uh, to the Penguin. And he's like, you belong to the Foot Clan now. Like, that's one thing I'm going to say right off the bat. Like, I, Shredder was such a badass in this whole comic. Where mm -hmm. he make, he makes all of these Batman villains look like punks. Where yes. he's, like, he's like, no, you're going to do what I'm telling you now. Because obviously we'll talk about it, but like later on, Penguin becomes a narc and is like, yeah. let me tell you guys what Shredder's going to do because he's so scared of him at that point in time. Yeah, let's jump into it now. So Shredder, okay, I, I have to be honest, I don't, I'm not very, very familiar with Shredder and his abilities. What is, he, he just seemed like a guy with a costume. Does he have like sure. magical powers? No, or? no magical powers at all. And it's interesting because with Turtles, it just depends on what you follow. Because if okay. you watch, if you watch the original cartoon from 87, Splinter was originally a human. So when like the, oh. so like like when the turtles when when so what happens is Splinter in the cartoon, which I like the most, is my favorite. Splinter and Shredder are both humans and they're both in the Foot Clan. Okay. And what happens in the cartoon is that Shredder uh sets up Splinter like he's going to kill their master. So they kick okay. they kick Splinter out of the Foot Clan and he goes to New York. He he lives in the sewers in New York. He's been hanging out with rats. He finds these turtles. He takes care of these turtles. The mutagen mm -hmm. makes the turtles human. The mutagen makes mm -hmm. him a rat because he's been hanging out with rats. Compared compared to the movie, the 1990 movie, Splinter is actually a rat. Right. And Hamato oh. and then and then Shredder, Orokosaki, basically kills Splinter's owner in the movie. That's how he knows okay. who who Splinter is, but like in the 1990 movie, like Splinter's like learning these ninjutsu moves in his rat cage by watching like his master. It's, I mean, again, I still love it. Don't get me wrong. So it just depends. But I would imagine on this version here, again, I think it's, I think it's probably relating more to the cartoon lore where it's just like, he's just, he's just a master of ninjutsu. He runs the foot mm -hmm. clan. He now runs the foot clan, which was supposed to be a good thing originally. But now that shredder has taken it over, it became something completely, you know, evil at that point in time. So he's just a badass and has mastered ninjutsu, basically. And that's what I love. It's like, yeah, he has yeah. no powers, dude. And, like, if you watch the cartoon, he's pretty dope in the first season, which is only, like, six episodes. But they yeah. really, as they, as Turtles became so popular, they made him look like such a dope in the cartoons because that's just what they did. Right. So, like, seeing how big of a badass he is in this comic. And if, again, I you have to watch the the Batman TMNT movie, the animated movie, totally. because he's yeah. such a badass. Like even in the beginning in the movie, there's a part where 
it's just like out of the comic batman he's fighting all the foot clan and then mm-hmm. he finally grabs one to, and he's like tell me who you are what you're doing and all of a sudden a ninja star just goes into his head and it's shredder up top in the rafters who is like yeah. i'm not letting anybody talk about what we're doing like he's such a badass dude he and i think it's so funny how like his only motive is turtles like I, I mean, obviously to take over the world, but the only thing stopping him are these four teenage turtles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. I was watching when I was watching the show that I was just telling you about the new mutation or whatever. Yeah. Um, he was like, he had this, these guys in this in this room in this you know abandoned warehouse, of course, and he's giving them this speech about how the turtles, you know, they suck. Like, the only thing stopping us is turtles, and I'm like, this is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta well, watch at least the first episode i know i, I watched like an episode or two years ago but I, i'm like now that you tell me that it's still on netflix i'm like i just have to do it now yeah just do it. i'm i plan on spending the rest of the evening watching that because it's so freaking entertaining yeah that's awesome yeah uh, so we'll skip ahead a little bit here. So now that we know about Shredder and his plans to take over, um, the turtles enter the Batcave and Mikey's just going crazy. Like he's like, there's a dinosaur here. And it's like, and who's, which turtle is the one that loves tech? Donatello. He goes apeshit for the tech. That's all he's looking at. He doesn't even care where he is. He's like, what is all this stuff? How is it yeah. made? Like, and that's what's so funny because you have that uh, revelation right there between those two. And like you mentioned, like you have Ghostbusters, you have like Donatello and like Egon who are like mm-hmm. the nerds who are like the nerds of the group. So like, yeah. yeah, Donatello flips out when he sees all of Batman's tech. I love it. I freaking love it. I love when Mikey later makes like the giant, very important screen down there into like a video game. He, yes. <laughs> he yes. The video game. <laughs> have you ever heard of pony racers? That's what he's playing. Is that no, real? I didn't. I don't think it's real. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I could be way off, but I don't think it's real. I think they just made it for the comic. Yeah, it's in their dimension. That's where it exists. There you go. It's somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somewhere it exists. Somewhere it exists. So Batman eventually like comes on their side, and he's like, "All right, let's team up. Let's get this guy. He's gonna take over Gotham, not my city." Uh, which is pretty funny. And then we've got uh, where, the, you know, Batman and TMNT, they're, they're coming up with a plan to get Shredder. And again, Mikey's taking over Wayne Manor and Alfred's just so freaking annoyed. Yeah, they're all buddy. Yeah, it's like it's like Mikey like likes Alfred in a way, but like Alfred's yeah. super annoyed, but he kind of likes Mikey. It's weird. Yeah, it's like this comic is so serious. Like there is a guy about to take over the entire city that is getting all of Batman's rogues gallery, which we will absolutely get to, which is phenomenal. Um, but also then there's like the turtles. It's not just Mikey too. There's there's all of them are making this like a funny book as well. They're just they're just being themselves. They're being teenagers, which I love. Yeah, exactly. And like and that goes back to again like with Mikey. Like he knows what's going on, but like he's still trying to enjoy himself kind of like at the same time yeah. and not be so serious. Yeah. Which is cool. It's like, why be serious? We're going to get out of here alive. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's thinking positive. He doesn't, well, they'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, they even got Batman eating pizza with them and he's like, which and I he's, was yeah, right. He's like, got to convince them. And Batman's like too cool for school. And then he's like, okay, it's pretty good. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, the only part I was confused about was not, sorry, not the pa- Batman eating pizza part. That was very awesome. But uh, the only part that I was confused about was how Rachel Ghoul tries to team up with Shredder, but Shredder, like you said, he's still more powerful than any of Batman's rogues gallery. But I didn't understand what like Rachel Ghoul was trying to accomplish. Was he just trying to like 
team up with him to take over Gotham as well? I feel like he was kind of letting Shred- – Ra's al Ghul was kind of like going to be like, I'm going to let Shredder – it sounds like Shredder's already doing a lot of my dirty work. So mm, I'm just going to let I him conti- – I'm just going to let him continue to do this and act like mm. we're partners. And then at some point, I'm just going to kill him and take over is the way I interpreted it. I, yeah, I can see that now. Because yeah, it sounded like, it sounded like well. his plan – he was already on his way to Gotham, I feel like, because Robin yeah. says that. So I feel like he's like, hey, I'm here. Oh, shit. Somebody's already done a lot of the work that I was planning on doing. Let me act mm-hmm. like I'm buddy-buddy with him, and then I'll, I'll take him out. Yeah, I love that because, I mean, I'm not very familiar with Raz- – I can't remember if it's Ra's al or Rachel Ghoul, but the, in the thing they said Rachel Ghoul. So we'll say Rachel Ghoul. Um, I'm not really familiar with him that much. Like, I know – I love Batman. I, I'm like – I know all of the characters very well just because I watched all the Batman movies growing up. And now that it's the comics, I'm like, oh, it's very true to the comics. Um, I was never familiar with his character, so I don't know if it's like the perfect pairing that they come together and try to plan the demise of Gotham. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because the only thing I really know about Ra's al Ghul, because again, I, I've never, again, growing up, I was all about the Keaton movies with both the original Batman, Batman Returns, and then my introduction to Ra's al Ghul was Batman Begins with Christian Bale because he's obviously oh, yeah. a, a big part in that one. So, like, for me personally, I'll, I'll, def- I'll definitely not say I know a lot about that, but that's that was, like, my introduction to that character. Okay. And I don't – yeah, and then he's also Damien's grandpa. <laughs> yeah, that threw me off because I was like, well, there's probably something else I'm supposed to read to know this because he calls, right. Bat- he calls Batman dad, but then he calls Ra's al Ghul his grandfather. But obviously Ra's al Ghul is not – batman's grandfather at least i don't think so i'm like i was like i need to figure out what i need to read to like understand that part i know i think i know and i could be totally wrong making this up my head which is dude let's do it what do you got okay so i think that rachel ghoul's daughter i don't know what her name is marries batman and that's damien's mom i think oh i think her name's talia i feel like yeah something like that that's all right you're not well, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I have no clue, to be honest, because, again, I'm not the, the guy to talk to you about the Batman comics, but that, that would sound legit. Yeah, sure. We're going we'll, with it. We're going to say it is, and then everybody who listens is going to be like, this is truth. So. <laughs> no, I'm going to get a bunch of texts or, or, like, messages on Instagram. I do get those sometimes where people are like, actually, I'm like, hey, I don't claim to be an expert. Right, and that's the I... point, right? Like, it's never <laughs> yeah. like, listen, I know everything and nobody else does. It's like, dude, I just take it for what it is, and if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Like, don't get pissed off about it. Exactly. It's like when you were saying, and I'm not making fun of people like this, but, like, when you were saying before, like, oh, it has to be scientifically correct. It's like, at the end of the day, these are stories. They're for fun. It's turtles. And a man who dresses as a bat, essentially. Get over yourself. Yep. Get over in a talking (laughs) rat. Guys, love you, but stop. Just try to enjoy (laughs) life. You'll be okay. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, All right. So before I jump into how um, the Arkham Asylum inmates turn into mutants, yeah. Uh, I do want to bring up that Splinter does explain that if the turtles don't get back, their mutagen will go away. So they'll just turn into turtles and rats. They'll just go kind of reverse back. You got it. Yeah. And then Leo is the first one to kind of lose his energy. And so we're like, oh, shit. Like, it's actually happening. So they're like, all right, we got to speed up this process. And I think it was, um, was it Raphael who walks away and he's like, I got to figure out how to get us back. Because he thought everybody was just joking around. Yeah, he's pissed off. And he's like, we need to get, we need to figure this shit out ASAP because – 
he's also worried about Casey and April because obviously there's some backstory about whatever's going on. Cause basically Krang, Krang's the one who got rid of the turtles and shredder. He like, was like, all right, right. I'm going to put them in this portal, but Casey and April still there. Um, which is dope because right before Leo feels those effects, that's when Casey shows up out of yes. the blue. Oh my God. Badass panel. Like, yes, boom. yes. Yeah. I, that's my point. Right. I was like, dude, that's a cover. That's a cover right there. He looks like such a badass. But he comes with mutagen in anticipation of like, shit, the turtles are not, if they're still here, they're, they, may, they may not be doing well health-wise. Mm -hmm. So let me give him the mutagen. But fucking Shredder and Roz are like, nope, psych, we're going to take the mutagen from you. And then they yeah. had to Arkham with the mutagen, which blew my mind. That was one of the coolest parts. Dude, dude. Okay, all right. Tell me who was there, Joey. Tell me who was there. Who in Arkham did we see as a freaking mutagen? Well, it's interesting because, like, I thought – I'm pretty sure I saw Joker in there, but, like, I would have thought Joker would have been yeah. a bigger – they would have done more with him, his mutation, because the one that stood out mm -hmm. to most of me, I think, was Bane, because I think Bane was, like, an elephant. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think Poison Ivy was, like, a, a, a bug or, like, a praying mantis or something, mm -hmm. but, like – they show Joker here and there, but I was just like, I thought he would have had a bigger presence with the mutation. But again, mm -hmm. just seeing that whole, like you said, seeing that panel of like, and just picking out like all of the villains and being like, oh shit, this person's this animal, this person's that animal. Like that was such a genius idea. It was so good. I mean, we got Harley as, we got Harley, we got Ivy, we got Jokers. Yeah, like you said, um, not- Oh, you got Mr. Mr. Freeze, I think is a polar bear. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hilarious. Still with the freaking ice puns. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yes. You you gotta bring the ice puns wherever you go. Like if you're Mr. Freeze and you don't do ice puns, like who are you even? Right, exactly. <laughs> Just don't even don't even come to come to class that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh and then okay, so it all goes down here basically at Arkham. They're trying to figure everything out. Epic, epic, epic fight scenes, and and I was again huge smile on my face. My face hurt. It was like so exciting and awesome. And then we've got the TMNT bat suit. Oh right, the uh, like it was like a mech suit almost in a way. Yeah. Like seeing like, all seeing the four different colors on there, and like because Donnie is like kind of like, hey, Batman's like, oh, it's not ready, and we don't need it. And Donnie's like, hey, hold on, I've made some modifications, and let me show you what's up. Yeah, that was badass. Dude, as when you're just like, my jaw dropped. I was like, oh, that's what that that's amazing. Like that is the ultimate mashup, the bat suit with with all the turtles colors on it, and then they just kind of take over, and it's you're like, oh no, everybody's dead now. <laughs> well, that that's what was dope. If you saw that Splinter takes out all of the villains, like yes. on, Splinter on his own, like you're seeing all these other fights with Ra's al Ghul and like Shredder and Batman turtles. And then you see like all of the villains just laid out and Splinter did all the work. Dude, Splinter, man. Don't underestimate a rat with a cane. Yeah, he right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like the Yoda of like, you know, the turtle world. And then it's like, he just kicks ass. He does. He does. And he just... I know I was just watching the show and he's like meditating, going to the dream world. And I'm like, I should meditate. I could be Splinter. There you go. That's all you need to do. <laughs> that's all you need to do. Uh, so yeah, this, I mean, that's pretty much the, the epic comic that is this crossover. And then April O'Neil comes in at the last minute and um, I won't tell you what happens in the end. I mean, <laughs> they, 
it's uh i mean they go back home they they we figure it yeah, out Every, right. everything's okay at the end of the day and i love the fact they have a part two and a part three and a beautiful thing that i think it was Roth that said it uh he says the batman you i know you don't really have a family here but you always got a family in our dimension which was really really sweet of him yeah because like like you said earlier right he Raphael's all pissed off about it he leaves and then uh Batman finds him and he's like, let me show you where my parents died. And he's like, oh, this, yes. oh, right. Yes. He's like, but the whole point of he's like the whole point, the reason I'm doing what I'm doing is I'm, I'm here to make sure that that kind of shit doesn't happen to other families. So right. this, now I'm telling you how important this is for me to help save you guys. And then rap is like, okay, Batman's legit. Let's do this. Yeah. He's on our side. He really wants to help us. Yeah. I love that part. I was like, he, and they all, they also talked about how, um, the one year, not the one year, the whatever year anniversary of, uh, Batman's parents passing or, or getting murdered, uh, was coming up. So it was just very fitting that he was like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to show you like what I've been through and how I totally understand family, you know, and how you could be upset right now. So yeah, that was a really cool moment. Yeah. So we got, we got comedy, we've got action, we got awesome fighting, uh, we've got some heartfelt stuff here and there. We've got family values, um, and it's it's a good comic, man. It's solid, you know. Yeah, like I said, I I know that I have the individual comics somewhere in my possession, but like after reading this again in one playthrough, um, I was like, damn, I gotta jump back on Amazon and probably pick up volume two and possibly volume yeah. three because I don't even I have no clue where those go from there. So I was like. That'll be fun to read again in like one sitting. So I think I might pick those up. Yeah. Did you read like the OG Turtle comics? Like the old ones? I read, no, not the original ones. Again, I read some of like the, the I don't want to say the, the cartoon based comics, but there were comics that came out after the, the cartoon that I would read okay. here or there. But like, again, as a kid, it was just like, oh, there's a new Turtle comic. I've never read it. I have no clue what number it is. I don't, I never, I didn't care like, what part of the story, like, am I reading a comic that happened four issues before the one I just read? I just remember as a kid, I'm like, let me just read it. Let me just look at the artwork in this comic and like take it all in. Um, so yeah, I would read it here or there, but again, there was probably no continuity between it. Okay. Yeah. It's, it seems like these can be like jump, like these can jump around. Like this could literally just have been a one-off and I'm really impressed that they make it into a two and three. Like does Batman go into their dimension? That'd be or sick. Is... Batman goes to New York. Yeah. Ooh, that would be really cool. And he meets Shredder again. He's like, you again. Right, exactly. <laughs> or Krang this time. See, they didn't have Krang in this one. Yeah, right? I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe volume two or three, again, Krang comes back. Or not comes back, yeah. but like you said, maybe now volume two is in New York and now Krang, they have to, because they still have to deal with Krang. If they're going back, right. they, they still have to deal with that. Exactly. And what's so smart about this mashup is that they're both, they both study essentially the same fighting technique you know right, right whereas like turtles and ghostbusters though it was so entertaining this one it's like oh crap like there's a part where batman is fighting one of the turtles and splinter is like gives him a like a note and the turtle thinks that he's talking to him and he's like batman i wasn't talking to the turtle i was talking to you was right like, yeah he's like, 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 watch, he's like okay. watch your uh he goes like watch your footing and Batman's like, I think his footing is fine. And he's like, I wasn't talking to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then Batman gets thrown off and like Leo like punches him in the face. Like it was super dope. Oh, so good. So good. Um, so now we're at the part of the podcast where I do kind of a wrap up review for anybody that might be wanting to pick this up. 
Um, I'll go first, give you a second to talk. I definitely want to hear your final thoughts here. Um, I think this comic is awesome. I think the artwork is most excellent. I think there's, like I said before, comedy, action. Um, we got some heartfelt stuff. It's it's there for you. It's not the Halloween comic, but Halloween is in the comic, uh, so it counts. And like I yeah right like I said before everybody you know that there are four Ninja Turtles and a Batman every single Halloween you see them so this this totally counts but no I love this comic Um, pick it up guys loved it how about you Joey yeah uh, like you said I mean art really stands out to me like I said there's just there are times where I would turn the page and I would just stop I'm like I'm not even reading I'm just like taking in this artwork (laughs) right now I was like man like I used to love to draw as a kid. And like, I feel like I could have gone a little bit further with my talents, but like, I was like my worst critic as a kid, you know, where I was like, this is garbage. This looks like garbage. And it probably didn't look like garbage at the time, you know, as a kid. (laughs) Um, But like, it's just fun. Like I said, for me, the biggest part is the nostalgia of being such a big Batman and turtle fan and like seeing them together and just taking that all in. And again, if you're not concerned about, again, the continuity, you're not concerned about the lore, you're not concerned about what matches up, but you're just like, I just want to be entertained for a little bit and kind of bring me back to like why I like the turtles and why I like Batman. Like you got to pick this mm-hmm. up. Uh, yesterday I reviewed Sandman. So I don't know if you've read Sandman before. It's Neil Gaiman Sandman. It's very, um, very okay. dark. Okay. So it was, it was very nice to read this today, <laughs> even though I love Sandman. Uh, just lighten it up. Just, yeah. Yeah. Pure fun. And now I'm about to watch more turtles. I'm like actually looking forward to that. I'm like, oh. Dude, I'm telling you, whenever you can, I'm sure you got a busy schedule. You got to pick up the Batman Turtle animated movie. Totally. I have the DC app. I'm totally going to watch that. Perfect. For sure. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Is it exactly like this comic? It's very close. Because like I said, probably okay. half hour, hour before we were talking, um, I was like, oh, I'll throw it on my Mac. And I was watching it a little bit. And like, there's a lot of similarities. Like they pulled a lot out of the comic. There's no transfer. Uh, there's no... Uh, uh, teleporting or anything like that, but there's a lot of very big similarities. Like for example, like when Mikey, if you remember when the turtles first meet, first meet Batman in the comic, he jumps in the restaurant and he's like, Hey, mm-hmm. there's something going on. Like there's a big bat outside. Like they do that in there. Oh yes. <laughs> so like they do that in the, in the movie and the movie's great. Cause I've actually talked to some of the, the actors and actually the director, I hooked the director up with some of my pins and he was super appreciative of it, which was super what? cool. Um, Dude, that's his, dope. his first name's I forgot his last name. I think it's with a C. It's like uh, Castellanos or something. His first name's Jake. Um, mm-hmm. But I messaged him b- telling him because there's a lot of Easter eggs in the animated movie. Like if you've ever played, the, if you haven't or you should get a chance to play Turtles in Time for Super Nintendo. And when you're okay. fighting the foot soldier, there's a way where you can throw the foot soldier and it comes at you at the screen in the video game. There's a oh. scene where they're fighting the foot and then somebody throws the foot at the screen so there's a lot of cool easter eggs from the cartoon even from the movie the 1990 movie from the video games so i was like man people my age like who really love the turtles they were the ones who made this animated movie that's so cool so you play the the turtle as a dumb question you play all the turtle video games then oh yeah absolutely for sure oh it's funny my buddy and i click to enlarge we'll uh the only kind of video game streaming we'll do is we'll do it on instagram i'll just throw my phone on a tripod and we'll just play some we'll play we'll Sometimes at my house we'll throw like a Super Nintendo like on a projector outside and we'll just play like Turtles in Time and we'll just we'll just stream it through Instagram. That's you're living the life, dude. You're yeah, doing it. trying, trying, right? <laughs> I love it. You're like, I'm not gonna be in an office with a nine to five. I'm gonna do Ninja Turtles stuff. That's the dream. That's, That's really the dream. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Follow your dreams. Um, are there any other parts of this comic that I missed that you loved? <sighs> no, I mean, I, one thing that it was so funny, it's stupid, but like the first time the, the, the teleportation machine like gets destroyed because Shredder's like, hold on, I don't want them to go back and maybe I can take over Gotham. I don't know if you mm-hmm. caught it. The one, uh, the one scientist who can figure everything out, his like head blows up. His head. Oh, yeah. I was just like, I couldn't help but laugh, but I was like, uh, what just happened? Like, they're like, oh, the one guy who can fix this, it's not like he's dead. Like, his head blew up. And, like, again, I still got a kick out of it. I wasn't, like, mad about it, but I was like, that's just a funny way to be like, the guy who could help us, he can't help us now because his head's gone. Because it's those people that are reading it and like, well, according to my calculations, you can go find the scientist who made it. Uh, right, And they're exactly. like, no, we killed him. We no, killed we him. didn't just he's kill him. He's, he has no head, so... Yeah, just cross it. But again, it's just it's just little things like that. I was like, it's just again, it just makes it fun. That's all it's about. It's so fun. It's so fun. And I have yet to pick up a team and T comic that isn't just a fun like roller coaster. You're just like, yeah. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for reviewing this comic with me. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you. I hope (laughs) I can I can jump back on again with you. This was a lot of fun, and I, I appreciate the awesome conversation. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Oh my gosh, any turtle comic I do, like, you're on. Like, please, come back. Sign me up, dude. Yes. Can you please plug uh, Ninja Turtles? Yeah, dude. So, uh, again, on Instagram, we're uh, at uh, Ninja Turtles. So it's it's a playoff of Rocksteady and Bebop. That's what they used to call the turtles. They would call them, they would, the, one of the first lines in the cartoon was like, say your prayers, turtles. So I was like, I'm, I'm running <laughs> with that at that point in time. So um please follow us on instagram we try to post a lot of great art uh and again we're we're, uh, we're creating a lot of great gear right now so if you even go to ninjatoidals.com uh that'll bring you to my online store where we have a lot of pins um a lot of dope designs in the works right now we just re-released uh my toe which is, again is a playoff of one of the the turtle video games um and yeah we're just trying to bang out as many designs as possible that Again, that I'm super stoked about, that I'm, like, proud to show people and not just, like, well, let's yeah. just make this and make that and we'll see what people think. Like, if I'm not stoked about it, I'm not going to make it, so. Good for you. Yeah, don't just get stuff out there just to get stuff out there. You want it to be, like, quality, good stuff people can have forever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's the plan, so. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that it started with a good uh, intention to just share art and get Oh, dude, thank you, for there. sure. I appreciate that's that. awesome. No, you they you guys go check out Ninja Turtles. That you you post the coolest stuff. <laughs> uh, everything that's just that's just your one stop shop for anything turtles. Just that means there. a lot. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, join me tomorrow for day nine of thirty one days of horror. All right, say bye, Joey. Adios, guys. Peace out and cowabunga. Thank you for tuning in to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast 31 Days of Horror. If you like what you're hearing, please follow OCD on any of your favorite podcatchers. Take it a step further and leave a five-star Apple Podcast review. (laughs) That really helps me out. Thank you. You can follow OCD on Instagram at OCD Podcast or facebook.com slash OCD podcast. Tune in tomorrow as I review another horror Halloween comic. 